This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. To hell and back is in the job description. Being roughed up, scuffed up, run over, kicked, thrown, dropped, dunked, and done the unthinkable is a duty we've embraced for more than 40 years. Through superior engineering and constant innovation, only Pelican has conquered the chaos a life of ambition can dish out. And we've done it to empower you. Yak Gadget, made in America, based outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Yak Gadget offers all kinds of storage accessories, quick mount motor mounts, anchor systems, track mounted accessories, even paddles. Go to yakgadget.com and get your kayak decked out for your next trip out on the water. The 153 Bay Company, based in Troy, Ohio, make everything from plastics to custom painted hard baits. Hook them hard and hook them off. All of our baits are made to order and all of our hard baits are hand painted to order. So go to the153anglers.com to place your order today. This segment is brought to you by Jigmasters. Step up your game with high-quality performance jigs, spinner baits, buzz baits, and more from Jigmasters.com. And always, when in doubt, get the jig out. You're tuned in to Off the Water. I'm your host, JP. This is the premier source for all things to do after a long day of fishing. Chill out, grab a cold one, let's go explore what there is to do off the water. Coming to you live from beautiful Dale Hollow Lake here at Eastport Marina. And I have an awesome guest today, the owner of this lovely place, Mr. Richard DeVos. DeVries. DeVries, sorry. That's all right, no problem. Uh, lots of people have trouble with that. I don't even I want to try to say your last name. Yeah, I know. It's ski and cows and, you know, cows, yeah. whatever. But, <laughs> they, but both names would look good on the back of a hockey jersey. Yes, they do. <laughs> yeah, 
But hey, uh, uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for taking the time to sit down here live at the marina itself and talk about esports today. Oh, no problem. Uh, you know, we like people coming to visit this. I know you've been here for three or four days now. Yep. Had a good time, so you can relate to some of the things I'm about to tell people. Oh, yeah. I'm having a blast. I, I'll tell you that much. It's been, you know, the fishing's been a little slower than what I'd like, but at, at the same hand, I am, man, I, this is just beautiful. And yeah, but, but not slow for everybody. Right. <laughs> it's not slow for you, but right. there's some people that actually did pretty good. Yes. Yeah. And uh, those people are going to be interviewed tonight uh, on Real Down. Uh, we go over yeah. our first open we've had for Paddle and Fin Trail Series. How exciting was that this weekend? It was crazy. You know, I think everybody had a great time. To, um, you know, I know we took care of them pretty good, but they they were just great guests. I mean, um, you know, the, the water was perfect on this end of the lake. The weather was iffy at times, but. Um, you know, there, there was no drama. I mean, everybody just got along good, helped each other. And um, there were a lot of winners, you know, I mean, they're just poor percentage wise even. I mean, there was a lot of winners. Yeah, I, I'd say for our first uh, event that we've held as, you know, as a unit, this is, uh, this was a success, you know, and we're only looking to improve from this point on. Uh, you know, a huge thank you again for having us host that event here and, and you know, take everything that's happening uh, afterwards, after fishing uh, at, at the barn. It was, that was probably one of the nicest venues we've ever used uh, for a wave. So kudos to you uh, and, and thank you for everything you provided for us. Hey, no problem. You know, we just started getting into kayaking and uh, just started selling them last year. And last year was just, phenomenal for us and you know we've hosted a few different clubs here at the marina this spring um, and over the winter but um, you know this was the first uh, first attempt for Paddle and Finn to come in and try to do something out of the marina. Um, we had the meet and greet last October which was fun but um, you know to have all these other people here it was it was exciting. From all over the country I mean we had people what from uh, Ohio, Indiana, um, Georgia, Tennessee, uh, Illinois. Illinois. Um, that was about it. Yeah, that was, that was the most part of it. For now. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a lot. Some of these guys traveled a long way. Yeah, it was a, it was a nice seven and a half hour ride down here from yeah. Chicago. <laughs> yeah, but that's why you're staying a few extra days. Right? Absolutely. So, so yeah. let's talk a little bit about yourself, Richard. How, so how did you wind up with this beautiful piece of property out here on Dale Hollow and how did it come about? Honestly, about 14 years ago, I wanted to like quit the world and uh, buy a boat and bombings beyond. And uh, to make this story a little bit short, um, my wife said no. Um, uh, I told her we could do it and I read about it, I read about it every day on the internet, you know, but she, she said no. So I said I'd buy a marina and she was very uh, supportive of me buying a marina until I made an offer on one and then it was like I asked her why she was you know so supportive and now not she said she didn't think I'd really do it and it sure as hell didn't think somebody gave me money to do it so long story short 14 years later she's helping in the place and you know all is still good and as far as the marriage goes but <laughs> um, and it's the marina it's been good to us I mean um, 
People ask what it's like to own your own business. Uh, well, the, the good days are 10 times better than working for somebody else. The bad days are 10 times worse than working for somebody else. So um, everything good or bad is all on you. So we got this marina uh, and we just, it's where all my money goes. It goes back into the marina for the most part. This is my retirement. I, I, I don't have anything else. I mean, this here, uh, I'll pass it on to my son and, and he'll hopefully send me a check every month. Um, uh, as long as I need it and um, uh, you know we just we just keep growing we just get opportunities and we just keep growing a little bit it, it'll never be a very big marina it'll always be family-owned um, uh, you know we, we're just not that big of a place but we do a lot of business we have a lot of customers customers can see it every year absolutely and even this weekend it was quite busy for for it being you know we're still in the off season technically and uh, you know, there's a lot. Aside from our group, there's a lot of people in and out. There are a lot of guys with uh, with bass boats. A lot of guys with John boats stopping in. If, if you had a good, uh, you know, foot and boat traffic coming well, through. Well, fishing, you know, for us this time of year, um, we're right at the headwaters of, of the lake. So the fishing gets hot here first. Um, the water warms up here first, um, and um, it clears out. It, if you know anything about Del Hollow right now, it's muddy almost everywhere, but not here. Here you can go up in, these, in the river and you can see just the prettiest green water, the clear water that you'll ever find. And it's mostly like that in the springtime. Um, as it get, the water gets hot, we're a little bit shallower, the fishing gets tough. So don't come in, in August and try <laughs> to catch fish, you know, okay? But April, April's, man, it's, it's hot in April. I mean, the fishing is really good. Yeah. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, with that, so the marina itself, if somebody uh, was coming down, you guys offer kayak, boat, and houseboat rentals. Want to tell us a little bit? Well, about we have a lot of cabins. We actually have between the farm and, and the other cabins, we have 13 cabins now. Okay. And so you come down, rent a cabin, um, or we have seven houseboats. We've got two houseboats out right now. They're they're mostly fishermen. Take houseboat out. <laughs> I mean, you can fish off the the back deck or whatever. You just get up, get on your boat, you don't even have to go down to the marina. So um, we have two houseboats that are out right now, but we have seven total. And then we rent um, fishing boats, John boats, pontoon fishing boat, um, bigger pontoon boats, double-decker pontoon boats. Um, so we have, a, I think, a total of 14 small boats that we rent as well. And kayaks. We, we both sell kayaks and we rent one. Cool. And what are some of the kayaks that you have here at the shop? Well, we have Vibe kayaks and New Canoe kayaks. Cool. So, and then we sell some accessories like um, Yak Attack, Yak Gadget, um, uh, paddles from Sandy uh, Branches, and um, we have Tacticam cameras. So, you know, we're, we're, where we're at, I mean, we're not really in the middle of nowhere, but we can see it from here. Uh, you can, uh, we get a lot of stuff here at our small marina for, for kayaks. Yeah, I mean, 
when you walk through that shop, it, it's like, wow, it's like being in a candy store right now, except for, uh, for paddle sport. It's pretty awesome the way it's set up. And we get people that drive three hours to get a kayak from us. I mean, it's not uncommon for that to happen. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, if you want to come use your kayak here, I mean, between the East Fork and the West Fork of the Obi River, depending on the time of year, you can put in at the, uh, the bridges and, um, you know, do a four to eight hour float, you know? Okay. Um, uh, yeah, it depends on the time of year and how much water flows through it. Um, and sometimes it's, it's great for fishing and sometimes it's just great for floating. But um, yeah, there's lots of opportunities for you to get away from the typical kayak um, rivers where it's just crowded. Yeah. You know, we're, we're not crowded yet. Someday maybe, but we're not now. <laughs> We're, we're really the only uh, marina on the lake that is involved with kayaking, so. Cool. Well, uh, thank you for bringing that to, to the kayaking community because, you know, there's so many people who go on vacation who love to rent kayaks, and, and you know what, it, it's not a knock on other places either, but a lot of kayak, a lot of places turn out, you know, the boats, so they'll buy, you know, a stock of, you know, let's say 20, Pelicans or twenty lifetime tamaracks or whatever the case is, so they're so they're making money on the bottom end. But you rent out quality kayaks. Well, you know you could you could go someplace and pick up a kayak for a couple hundred dollars, and uh, we we went through that phase where we did that. Yeah. Um, but we only had a few. I mean, we weren't really in it for the kayak, and it was just an extra thing that you had with the household. And. Um, so now when you rent a kayak from us, um, you know, you're getting a new canoe or a vibe. And, and then what we try to do is actually at the end of the season is sell those kayaks. Yep. And we have them for next year. Um, our plan is to even, you can come rent a real high-end kayak with a motor on it, fish finder, and that kind of thing. It's not going to be your typical $30 rental though. Right. <laughs> you, know, it, it, you can't take out a $3,000 kayak and expect to pay 30 bucks. Right. Uh, but, you know, our intent down the line is to have stuff like that. Cool. Well, I, the future is bright because that's the way everything is going towards. And if someone hears, oh, hey, they have motors to rent on Dale Howell, oh my gosh, they'll have people flocking down left and right because, you know, this is a pretty big lake and there's a lot of place, there's a lot of paddling or pedaling you have to do to get from point A to point B if you really want to experience this lake itself. As I, as I learned this after, this afternoon coming back, I forgot to charge up the battery and I had a nice about two and a half mile paddle downstream. Yeah, you were, you were about 30 minutes late for this podcast. I, I sure was. <laughs> I do apologize. I, I didn't know if I needed to go lift where you were what. But, um, you know, it also, what it does having that motor is, um, it lets you include people that typically would not be able to go on a kayak trip. Absolutely. You know, if you're um, disabled or out of shape or just bad like me, you know what I mean? Maybe you can make it through the whole thing without having somebody tow you. <laughs> you know, so it does, it does just open up opportunities for more people. That's, that's 100% true. So my next question to you is, how did you get into kayaking? Um, you know, we, we had a guy that was working for us, Jesse, and, um, and he actually had the first kayak shop on the lake, wasn't at a marina, was in town. And, um, we were, um, 
just talking to him about, you know, bringing kayaks back. So um, we bought a bunch of kayaks and stand-up paddle boards and went to a uh, our first boat show, our only boat show year before last, our last year. And um, we sold a ton of kayaks. So um, this year our plan was to go to five boat shows, but guess what, they all got canceled. Right. So we weren't able to do that. But for last year, I mean, we sold so many kayaks. And we were actually telling people that if you wanted to get away from the virus and still social distance, you could do it on a kayak. Mm -hmm. um, you know, being six feet apart is not normally a problem. No. Um, so I think at one point we were selling them as isolation pods, you know. <laughs> um, so it was just a great opportunity for people to get out and see the lake. Of course, you can do that with your family on a boat as well, or a cat in our houseboat. Um, there's really not a better place to um, to get away from the virus than the lake. Yeah. Um, now you can choose to interact with people too in the restaurants or whatever, but you don't have to. So if you got somebody that's with you at risk then and you want to keep away from that, you can do that on the lake. So where a lot of businesses may have struggled last year, uh, businesses on the lake didn't because people came here to get away from it. And it worked. You know, I mean, we had, uh, we, I mean, we were blessed. I mean, nobody last summer that I know of got the virus from the marina. None of my employees, nobody. So well, that's awesome. I mean, that's you know, be, that's very something to be thankful for. Just because you know, it, especially where I'm at, it's it was very prevalent. Uh, my mother wound up getting the virus. Uh, she she you know she's fine, but you know she's still feeling the after effects of it still. So yeah, and I'm not saying I mean. For us, um, I got the virus as well, but I got it in January, right? And and following all the rules, um, but everybody's closed up in their houses and stuff like that. The, the Tennessee Wildlife Department actually promoted people getting on the lake where there were some states, they closed down all the state parks yep. and everything. Um, and here in Tennessee, the, the TWRA, which is our wildlife officer department, I mean, they were encouraging people to go to the lake. It, it's one of the safest places you can go. Yeah, and you know that. that I remember when, when everything first started, seeing that advertisement, and then we actually in Illinois we had uh, you know outdoorsmen, column writers, clubs, people throughout the whole state writing to our governor to follow your guys's uh, motto of keeping the state parks and you know all the ramps open it worked to some degree uh but you know what that's neither here nor there but <laughs> yeah, well i mean it's wasn't perfect um right. I'm, I'm sure it wasn't perfect but you know one of the things we did if people canceled because they were scared of the virus uh, we gave them all their money back no questions asked we gave them their money back and uh, I think that went a long way when people decided to start making reservations again. Um, you know, we're, we're always going to do the right thing. And they, were, they weren't worried about losing money. You know what I mean? So we, we gave all their money back. Um, we, the, you know, the governor of Kentucky, uh, you know, he closed down the other side of the lake. Yeah. Um, so, of course, that helped us. More people came over here. Um, and I felt sorry for those Marines in Kentucky. But... Um, by giving everybody their money back, though, I think it, we would tell people, look, if you're sick, don't come. 
Yeah. You know, if you're not feeling well, don't come. We'll give you your money back. We so we never force people to actually keep from losing money to come if they were at risk or, or thought they might have been exposed. Um, I think that helped us a bunch. Awesome. That's well, and you know, kudos to you. I mean, that's a great business model because you know they see okay, hey, we were able to do this during the pandemic with the virus. There's other things that you're that you as an operator is going to do to make sure and guarantee that not only are the customers going to have a good time, but they they're going to get their money's worth. And it's honest. It's not you're not look you know you're not looking to make a profit off somebody's you know uh, thoughts or how they feel about a certain thing or how. Or just, you know, in general, it, it, that goes a long way. It's Well, and you know, it worked out for us. Uh, at the same time, it was pretty scary. Because when you're doing nothing but writing checks back to people for the first three or four months of the year, and uh, you're wondering, you know, what is gonna happen? I mean, and my, I just said to my wife, I said, look, the bank can't take all our businesses back. You know, I mean, they gotta give us some slack, of course. Federal government stepped in, the state stepped in, they sent money to businesses, which helped. Um, so I think there's some risk in giving some money back like we did, but it worked out for us. So um, that, that's all good, it worked out. I mean, if you were a business that wanted to let people use their deposit for another year, another time, I think that was fair, very fair too. Uh, but we, um, bookkeeping wise, I think we thought it was easier to just, uh, <laughs> The zero it out instead of trying to save it, but uh, it worked out for us. So good. Oh, that's all good. Well, congratulations on the success of last year, and you know, looking forward ahead to many, many decades after this of success. Oh, I hope so. I hope to be retired in a few years. Nathan, <laughs> still doing well. Yep. So let's let's kind of transition uh, over to fishing here. So. Del Hollow. Now, the one thing that everybody knows about it is the world record smallmouth. And if you don't know, now you know. And not just the world record, but the top four. Um, number two, number three, and number four are all from Del Hollow as well. Because if you don't know, now you know. Because I didn't know that. Now I know that. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Now, it's been a few years um, since that record was caught. Um, the biggest that I've seen, um, it's on my website, I use it all the time, but just a mile from our marina, a few years back, there was a nine pounder caught. Oh, yes. Now, a nine pound smallmouth is a huge fish. Yep. I that can is, imagine that. That is. almost 12 pounds. <laughs> that nine pounds in the smaller world is like the equivalent of what a 20 pound large pop would be. Yeah. That's it's, insane. It's a beautiful fish. All right. So. You know, with the marina and people are coming down, if they if we were to see peak season, when is peak season for the lake here? When it's the hardest to book? Well, from Memorial Day to Labor Day is, we call it 100 days of hell. That means my days are gonna be seven days a week, 12, 14 hours a day, okay? And that doesn't mean we don't enjoy it, we do. But it is, um, it is pretty busy during that time frame. Okay. But for the most part, when the kids are out of school, that's that's really peak. Um, so some of our peak, depending on if it's a boat or a cabin, my uh, charge prices go up may change a little bit from what I just said. 
but uh, for the most part, peak is Memorial Day to Labor Day. Okay. And for for those who are listening, um, to the north, I can tell you this much, it's seven and a half hours from Chicago. From the east, uh, what's the furthest east you've had somebody come from here? Oh, New York City. New York City, know, okay. Um, we've had people flying from California. You know, you think about where Tennessee's at. If you got family in California, you got family in New York, you got family in Michigan or Florida, we're right in the middle. Yeah. So meeting here when you have a big family and they're spread out, it's a great place. Cool. Um, I will tell you this too. People in Tennessee that have to drive two, three hours complain more about the drive than people from Michigan that have to go 10, 11 hours. <laughs> Michigan people complain the least about driving. I don't know why that is. They're trying to get away from that cold lake, I guess. Yeah, uh, in some place, you know, a little bit warmer. And we see them early, we see them um, in, in April trying to water ski, and the same thing in October. Um, so they, they think the water's warm at that point. Um, so they're the first ones here, the last ones to leave for Michigan, and, uh, and like I say, complain the least. Yeah, you know, that water was only a little chiller last night. Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, using the unauthorized use of our slide, I think. <laughs> what does it mean? Was that the alcohol that uh, got you in there? No, no, that was just um, that was uh, prior. That was prior showing up, boss man. <laughs> uh, we we had a bet, and uh, he lost. He, he didn't lost. Go, did he? he did not go. Oh wow! <laughs> I didn't know there was money involved. Uh, well, driving rights. Yeah. <laughs> Brian. Sissy. <laughs> the funniest part was we're on that live stream, and all of a sudden, you know, we're talking, I look over, I'm like, oh crap, Richard's calling. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to get caught, I mean, live streaming, and it shows me on my phone that people are in the water. It was, down the slide. It was so funny. It was like if we were a bunch of teenagers again, we just got caught. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, at a marina, in case you don't know it, there's stuff under the water that yeah. you don't want to hit. So I was just worried about you guys. Absolutely. So. And uh, for those who are listening right now, if you are curious to what we're talking about, go on the Paddle and Finn uh, Facebook page and just scroll back to uh, last night's little live stream. You'll see the uh, unwinding after a long weekend. What they call you, the whitest white boy that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, whatever. Wear some sunglasses is what they say if you watch that video. <laughs> Even though it was dark. Oh, man. I, I am the light at the end of the tunnel. That's <laughs> funny. Oh, man. So, uh, you know, we're talking about fun and off the water. So, you know, with this segment, so we're going to kind of start focusing on restaurants. So... Well, let me let's, let me ask you about the houseboat. You got to stay in the houseboat for what? By the time we got a whole week on this time. Yeah, they'll be close to it. So some people get on our houseboats, and it's not just bare bones. I mean, you you were in a houseboat with granite countertops and tiled floors, and it, it was five star, wasn't it? Yes, it was. So, and yeah, I got tonight and tomorrow. I'm still enjoy all that. Uh, so it, yes, the houseboat itself and. You'll, if you go on the panel and page two, you will see I, I took a bunch of pictures. <laughs> you can see the, the interior. I actually, I did a Cribs. You know, do you remember MTV Cribs? Yeah. 
I did Cribs walkthrough of the house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it'll be up on the panel and pin page once I'm able to upload all the videos at once. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's awesome. It's it's well worth it. It's on the water, get it off the water. Yep, literally. And I think the nicest part was, you know, there's a kayak slips. You know, you, you like you made slips for kayaks, so you could park six kayaks on one slip in front of the, uh, in, right in front of yeah, your space room, so you guys didn't have to call in and out everything. Yeah, <laughs> that you was behind the restaurant too. When the bridges aren't like level because the water's so high, um, right behind the uh, marina, you can step down and actually uh, another step and get closer to the water. Uh, for those of us with less balance. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's an awesome setup here, and you know that for us we had I believe it was six bedrooms on yep. the house. Yep, six bedrooms, and you know what? Everyone, you know, I I think I had like the best room. I'm just saying, I mean, nice little tucked away corner. You get you get a little view of the dock. It was awesome. Now they were all queen beds. Though. I mean, so it, yeah, you could put two people in there, but. My understanding is that most of the paddle pin guys won't cuddle, so we all got your just got your room. Just Jay and, and and Brian; those are the only cuddlers. We don't judge. <laughs> so. Now, who's big spoon and little spoon depends on the night for them. Uh, again, we don't judge. Uh, and, hey, you didn't hear that from me. I don't know. I didn't see it. It's all JP that's making those accusations. Don't worry, they heard the entire trip, so this ain't nothing new. <laughs> now, I know you know this is pretty much lake life, but uh, within the area, are there any breweries that are within driving distance within an hour or two for people to check out? Oh yeah, you know Cookville is the next biggest town. It's not a huge place, but uh, Cookville is about um, forty miles south of us. Okay, and they have probably four or five breweries. In, inside the city where you can eat and drink um, and then we also have the Upper Cumberland Wine Trail. Oh, okay. see, you went right into yeah. my next question. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably have a brochure right here somewhere um, and you can collect a glass from each one. Oh. Um, so you can do that. There's there's quite a few wineries that are, are really nice and they make some great wine. Sometimes you don't know when, you, when they're making wine, you know, you just go into a place and where that wine's really good, but you know, all of them, uh, I, I guess I've been to all of them, but most of them, uh, and every single one I've been to, that's great wine. Me and my fiance, uh, last, well, technically two weeks ago, we went up to Traverse City, Michigan uh, during her spring break, she's a school teacher, and <laughs> we did a whole, it was called the uh, Mission Trail, Old Mission Trail, uh, winery and vineyard tour and we wound up hitting five vineyards within from 10 o'clock till four o'clock it was some great tasting wine and then they also do ciders there too wow. so that so now that we hear that they have a uh, vineyard trail that's even more reason uh, for her wanting to come down now because she'll do it <laughs> she'll do the wine the wine express well, a couple times a year they actually had a train that you can take from Nashville all the way to Delmonico uh, Winery in Cookville and spend the day. Um, they have all kinds of vendors that come out 
and you can, you know, tour the winery and drink wine, drink wine all the way back to Nashville. And not have to worry about driving. So, and that happens a couple times a year. So if you ever get a chance to do that, that's an awesome trip. Yeah, yeah, and we we frequent Nashville quite a bit, uh, me and her. So we'll definitely keep that in mind next time too. Thank you for that tip. Well, yeah, and then you take a Uber home. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you might not have any wine by the time you get home, but you know, hey, you still have a good time. You still have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you remember any of the names of the brewery or, or wineries that are around? Well, the breweries there's uh, Red Silo, um, there's Jighead. Which get out of here. No, you got a beer named Jighead. Nice. So um, that's pretty cool. We've had it out here. I was gonna say, do you have any any in this shop right now? No, no. Oh. I I try to get a hold of Manny and actually that's the beer we're gonna have on tap and um I, they were pretty busy, he didn't answer me, so um he has now and said I could go by and pick it up and deliver it. But um, Tennessee has some weird uh, laws when it comes to that kind of stuff. So, so anyway, yeah, Jake had beer. If you haven't tried it, it's pretty good stuff. Oh man, and, and you then, know what? I'm trying to, <laughs> the, we do the segment here. Um, it's called One Sip, Everybody Knows the Rules. I wish I would have known about the Jake had beer prior to this, because I would have used that one, but we'll keep going on with that later. Yeah, now I'm gonna probably have a mental um, block here. Can't remember all the other ones. Um, there's, um, there's three or four other ones that, that aren't too far away as far as we What's up everybody, JP here. So this is going to be the retake of one sip everybody knows the rules. So you watch, you listen to and you watched the podcast, right? And Richard had recommended getting Jighead. All right, one sip everybody knows the rules. That is refreshing. It's not heavy. This is supposed to be like a, um, a Belgian, you know, kind of like Blue Moon. Blue Moon has that heaviness to it. This, this doesn't, this is Jighead. I'll have to find out the name of whatever it is, but it's supposed to be the one that's like Blue Moon. This is good. It's out of five. This one's getting a four and a half. Cheers.